Hey, what's going on, my people out there in the land of chaos, especially here in the city of brotherly love, not. This is the mad therapist, Anthony Safalaw Collins, and you're listening to the I Am Somebody podcast, where every day is a fresh start. Lately, here in Philadelphia, I mean, last year, over 300 and something violent murders. And so far this year, I don't know, it would have been about 50 days thus far, and almost 50 killings. Um, yesterday, um, two deaths, three were shot mother, 39-year-old mother of a six-month, um, she was six months pregnant, and her and her father got shot, the mother and the unborn baby died. How come? I mean, it, it's, it's be, it is getting really, really um, tiresome. Um, I'm not going to say scary, um, yet... There are some people who are afraid. Um, these are the things that are having a great impact on our community. Violence, um, schools with uh, asbestos, um, closing of the schools uh, with asbestos and our children being um, directed to other spaces uh, which could result in losing their lives. And so the powers to be really don't, don't consider the things that impact uh, the communities that we live in. So we have to, we have to uh, create um, uh, a voice, a strong voice, so that this voice can influence what we need um, to be successful, to be physically, mentally, socially, and emotionally well. And as you know, that's a big thing for me is that we all have to get on that uh, that medium or that way of life, physical, mental, social, emotional well-being. If not, we're going to always have these um, discouraging um and, uh, events in our lives and in our community. I just want to play something, um, listen to it, and and I'll you know talk about and comment on what I heard and what you guys heard. Listen. And I was told by senior researchers in no uncertain terms to not pursue a career in firearm injury prevention and that it was a pointless thing to study because there would never be funding for it. Many of us listened for a while and largely because of the Dickey Amendment, many of the folks that had been doing research in the field stopped doing it. So there were only a few intrepid folks across the country who continued to do this work. As a result, it was really tough for me to find mentors. Um, and just like in business, in research, you need people to help kind of show you the ropes and, and teach you how to be a better researcher. Um, but over time, with persistence, I found some people, including folks at the University of Michigan, who you quoted, and at UC Davis. 
And for many of us, kind of mid two thousands, and then leading into Sandy Hook, we started to say it's it's not okay to be silent, and we won't let the Dickey Amendment silence us because in reality, it didn't ever ban research; it just created fear. And so, the Dickey Amendment. What is that, you ask? This audio was in response to school shootings and what to do to thwart a school shooting from occurring that such as that happened in Sandy Hook. Um, we know that over 20 years ago, Columbine was a massacre and nothing went, nothing was done about it. It allowed uh, for school shootings to continue so much so that now they want to do um, these type of drills uh, that can create PTSD within our children. Um, fake drills, but fake drills concerning how to uh, act in case of a uh, school shooter. We'll be right back. Thank you. Hey, welcome back to the I Am Somebody podcast, where every day is a fresh start. We left off, and we was talking about the Dickey Amendment. I'll let you listen to uh, one of the researchers who described uh, the Dickey Amendment and its um, limitations um, as far as research um, and respect to gun violence. So what is, what is the Dickey Amendment? The Dickey Amendment arose in response to efforts made in the early 1990s to begin treating gun violence as a public health issue. I mean, as we see it in Philadelphia, it is becoming a public health issue with over 52 uh, deaths through, uh, uh, through the use of guns. In 1992, the U.S. Center for Disease Control and Prevention, uh, better known as the CDC, converted its Violence Prevention Division into a center that will lead federal efforts to reduce death and in injuries resulting from violence. However, this was not uh, allowed. And it actually um, was something that was established uh, during the Clinton years. And um, your senators, uh, Biden and um, uh, Sanders, were part of that along with other black leaders, other black senators um, during that time uh, understood that uh, the increased risk of homicide associated with a presence of a fire home in a home uh, said that this Kellerman study and other similar investigations could never begin to receive widespread attention in newspaper and other media. So it was revealed that it was an increased risk. If a firearm is in your home, most likely it will be used. And so the National Rifle Association, better known as the NRA, accused the CDC of being biased against guns and being lobbying for the, the, the elimination uh, of the Injury Prevention Center, which sparked uh, the J. Dickey, uh, which was led by the representative, which, which sparked the Dickey Amendment 
and it was led by the representative Jay Dickey of Arkansas that added a provision in the 1996 spending bill declaring that one of one of the funds made available in this title may be used in whole or in part to advocate or promote gun control. So, but the rest couldn't. And so, what was the impact of that amendment? Well, every year after that, Congress um, tried to appropriate legislation that fund the CDC. And however, the restriction meaning was debatable. And so the provisions prohibit use funds using funds to advocate or promote gun control. So it could be reasonably interpreted as placing no limit on research. However, we know that it is limit on research as we heard from um, the, the researcher. And she said now due to uh, not having a mentor, uh, you know, then it was kind of hard to do the research, but um, they have been able to do some things um, and aspect to um, this event becoming a public health crisis. Now, it, that's the law. That's legislative. Yet, in the city of Philadelphia, I mean, there are so many things that's going on with us as a uh, 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 a race, as a culture, as a people as uh, men uh, and in women um, the thing that divides us um, and it's so divisive is 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 it shouldn't be but I mean the lack of we think um, connection to the creator that's my opinion I really believe that is a is a lack of connection that allows individuals to you know go out and shoot people um i mean haphazardly with no care in the world like i know it isn't back in the day and i don't want to talk about back in the day and we know back in the day fought for something different they fought for the right to go to the school they fought for a right to ride the bus they fought for the right to eat in the restaurants they fought for the right for for this and for that which was you know commendable and it was hero-like that individual put their life on the line for the life of other people they didn't know. But for the future of blacks in general to be able to have the same uh, uh, abilities to go and to uh, uh, reap the benefits of a country that they were brought to, but a country that they built. And it was a shame that they could not have those same equal uh, rights or ability to 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 do certain things and as far as what America is supposed to stand for this good old country of what they call it you know is a good old country but we understand that some cases this country hates and I know that's a big word or a, a hard word but it, it seems like many people hate blacks including blacks some blacks can't stand one another, can't stand the sight of seeing another black. Oh, here they go. Look at them. Oh, they're a ghetto. I mean, it's like we're brainwashed to to have dissent amongst one another. And so it goes back to, you know, how come so many murders in the city of Philadelphia? 
No one has been able to answer this question with so much money being disseminated and, you know, propagated and all the other, you know, words of giving money to people who don't deserve it. For what? They haven't cut, they haven't designed a intervention or prevention, preventative plan to stop these people who think that they have no other way to communicate besides using guns. Okay? So, I mean, people, we, we have to. It's so many things, so many things that's going on. And I believe that the more education that, you know, black and brown people receive, and that education has to start I mean, when they're young, it can't start when they're 15, 14, 13. Is it too late? No, but it should be starting early. And it has to start with the adults because we are the reason. We are the reason. Let me read something to you about gangs. I'm going to read something to you about gangs. And this has something to do with uh, addressing adolescence. Okay. There are a lot of things that go on with adolescence and this this is about social ills the onslaught of social ills evil enters like a needle and spreads like an oak tree this is an Ethiopian proverb evil enters like a needle and spreads like an oak tree it is sickness not health that spreads easily just as infection diseases spread in congenial conditions social ills also spread rapidly in a permissive environment the pressure of individuals to conform is very high indeed and particularly so for young people adolescents generally lack stability and maturity they are not yet pressed to face the challenges of life and have not yet grasped fully what life means to them Yet, many of us, many of them, not us, but many of them, the young, are the ones doing the shooting and the ones dying. Hence, parents must have an awareness of the issue that affects their children in their lives and in the context of their surroundings so that we can guide them and offer them a mature understanding of life that they lack. Parents guiding them, helping them traverse this path of life. Even at an early age, we should know where our children are, what our children are doing, who are they hanging with. We can't just say, go and play. Not today. We cannot do that today. Today is a whole different way of doing and seeing things. Okay, so there are a few major social problems relevant to young people in today's society. Bullying and intimidation. Antisocial behavior, delinquent behavior in public spaces, being rowdy and causing nuisance in neighborhood. We see that vandalism, graffiti, 
fly posts and we know that graffiti is part of the hip-hop culture may not be talking about that but you know just the graffiti for no reason dealing and buying drugs on the street dumping rubbish in abandoned cars begging antisocial drinking well just some some of the antisocial behavior that we see extremism and radicalization extremism and radicalization we know that this is going on we know we see it all around the world one of the things we haven't seen that much but it's probably still prevalent in many states gangs alcohol drugs and smoking all i see today when they get in my uber and i'm driving uber white or black youth smoking smelling like marijuana they get the alcohol in their system they they i mean you talking about adolescence lack of maturity Whew. i mean look racism sexual mayhem it seems like that's all people want and and, and and there's a lot of other things like materialism and the loss of values again what i say that there's no connection we see people on the internet via social media on cable tv we think that this is real uh, this is my lifestyle this is the lifestyle it's the life i want to live i'm gonna live my best life yeah well we gotta fight the ills fight the ills that is sickening our communities that is sickening our adolescents and that are that is and has sickened some adults so i i really want you guys to come up with something hit me back leave me a message at 267 or leave me a message at anchor.fm at the I Am Somebody podcast where every day is a fresh start. Please do not say, oh, I listen to him, I listen to the math therapist, but I don't have anything. No, tell me what you have. What are your ideas? Where can we start to prevent the violence to continue? Where can we start with something, some type of prevention to stop the gun violence, the senseless violence, the traumatic violence that plagues, that is plaguing, that seems like it will continue to plague the city of Philadelphia. Okay? And so, again, this is the I Am Somebody podcast where every day is a fresh start. And you can find it on you, wherever you get podcasts at. We're here. You can hit me up at vertebrae at yahoo.com. You can hit me up at the I Am Somebody podcast. Leave a message. Don't be afraid. I want to engage. I really do. I want to have a conversation. Let's talk about what's going on rather than just sitting around. Okay? Let's talk about what's going on rather than just sitting around. So, as always, I like to leave off with 
a saying. And this is from uh, a pioneer in hip-hop, Scarface. How come you never see a man cry until he sees a man dies? How come you never see a man cry until he sees a man dies? I'm out. Peace.